Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Female Footballers Podcast. My name is Cassie Gray, and I am your host. This week, we're taking you into a conversation from two of our mentors. Louise Arsenal and Kira Scalercio are two of our really fun professional beach players that are also mentors for our program. And they often have really authentic conversations about things that interest them when it pertains to the female athlete and the mindset. This week, they had a conversation that we're going to title Compare and Contrast. They are a part of a book club that they often try to read similar books just for fun amongst friends. And when they read those books, they like to have conversations after. So this conversation was inspired by the author of the book Hello Fears, which they definitely recommend. And it's all about how we as female athletes and girls in general tend to compare ourselves to our teammates and our friends and how that can often lead to negative things and how we can try to be better about not doing that. So without further ado, we hope you enjoy this episode of Female Footballers about comparing and contrasting. Tell me what. Well, we're trying to figure out how this topic to discuss uh, how to solve it. (laughs) And I'm just going to throw it out there. Let's just start talking about comparing and contrasting. Yeah. So when I think of you as a teammate, I get really excited because I love you as a human being and as a person. Um, So your mind, your mind is something I connect with, which I think is awesome. Um, And watching you when I first saw you in Santa Cruz and then I got to play with you in San Diego, I just watched your presence on the field and your focus. You focus like crazy. You move super duper fast. Um, and, and you play with, with composure. And so these are qualities within you, some in which I can relate to and some I I can't, um, and I I have strived for in the past and I continue to strive to better myself within. Uh, so in discussing, you know, topics of comparing and contrasting, being able to, to decipher the difference between, um, between the two is super important because I could sit here and ruin myself as a player by comparing to the things that you have that I don't, or I can sit here and look at you as a player and look at those things in awe, but also recognize that that's going to help me within my game. Mm -hmm. And what you have to offer is going to make me a better player. And what I have to offer is going to make you a better player and contrasting the two to create a unique experience. Mm -hmm. And, and that is, that is a secret. That is a secret to playing. It is a secret to, um, the secret to life <laughs> but it relieves um, pressure all of it all the pressure and one of the cool things with for me is like when I first met you in, in Santa Cruz and then played again in San Diego you were so apt to learn and that was so neat right and I think that that camaraderie and that like not feeling the need to compare myself to you or anybody else brought me to the space of like Let's contrast. How are you different than me? And how can I help you? So it's almost like compare, contrast, and compliment, right? So I think it's like, how, what are your strengths? How can I play to your strengths? And how can like iron sharpens iron? How can I make you better? How can you make me better? Right. Right. And by focusing on that aspect in terms of, you know, how, what part of me can bring out the best of you as a teammate and as a player, as a person, by focusing on that, then like you said, and like we mentioned, it relieves all the pressure. And it brings you out the authenticity, right? Right. Well, and us being able to have a conversation like this, being teammates and being able to sit and be vulnerable with each other. I can sit here and tell you 
in in my lifetime, my you know, 30 years of playing soccer, I've been able to define what I think my strengths and weaknesses are and being able to to recognize them for what they are and continue to work on them. But being able to sit here and tell you what I feel is a very safe space. Mm -hmm. I can tell you like speed is not my thing. It is not my thing. Like I've told you, like you put me on the field, want me to run up and down that field back and forth. If I don't touch the ball, you're gonna be like, who is this person on the field? You give you the ball, then you know you might be like, okay, yeah. she's meant to be. She, she's meant to be here. She's got she got something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's one of those things where we don't recognize in our in ourselves. We don't always recognize how people portray us and what they see and what we see and how we critique ourselves and how we compare and we create these images in our head mm-hmm. of how we're not good enough based off of what other people are doing when we could spend that time and effort focusing on the things that we have control over. We have control over the time and effort we put in. Mm-hmm. We have control over, like, I can't change the fact that I'm five foot four. I'm never going to be six foot seven. But what I can do is I can spend time with my ball. I can yeah. spend time on my fitness. I can spend time on watching the game. Like there are so many pieces I can put in that creates me as a player in a unique way. And defines me as a player where when it defines me as a player, it makes me different than you. Yeah. It's not comparing us, it's contrasting us because we're different. Right. But you mentioned earlier, you're like, we're afraid of people's opinions. And, and I read something recently and it was like, basically the other person's opinion of you is none of your business. And when you can really grasp onto that, it is also very freeing. Because when you're stepping on the field with the right intent, with the right morals, you know, you've put in the work and like, you know, I, I try to step on the field and I look at everybody and not in a way of I'm superior, but in the way of, you know, I have different skills. And I just whisper to myself, I'm just as good as you. I'm just as good as you. I'm just as good as you. Not in comparing my skills to, but because I know that I can contrast and I can compliment, right? It doesn't matter if I think that you're amazing, but I still have skills that can make you even shine brighter, in my opinion. This is what like my goals are. You look great. Let me, let me make you look better. I tell that to my players all the time when I'm coaching them. How can you make your teammate look good? Right. Because if you're shanking the ball and you're passing it like, you know, at hundred miles an hour to their feet, or not even to their feet into space and that person can't get there. It's not that person's fault. It's oh, your fault. Oh, play me a ball like three feet away from me. I'll make you, you'll make me look bad. I'll make you look bad too. It's not even that bad. Yeah, but, but- <laughs> it, it's the truth, but it's, it's recognizing who, who you are, who mm-hmm. you're playing with. Mm-hmm. recognizing that when you're coming together as a unit, as a team, mm-hmm. that all of us are bringing something to this table. Yeah. And how can we, instead of playing against each other, I, best one of the best quotes I ever heard, and we play beach soccer, so I'll use it in beach. There are five other people on this field who, who want you to lose. Don't be the sixth. Don't be the person that comes out there and starts to focus on all the negativity of, of what you aren't or what you didn't do. Take the time and effort before training, like before you get to the space in which you're competing, take that time and effort and put the work in. Mm-hmm. Put the work in mentally, physically, emotionally. And focus, yeah, focus your energy on being the best version of you, yeah. not the things you can't control. Yeah. And when you are part of a team, like you just said, let's build each other, Mm -hmm. build each other up. Let's take what you got. Let's take your strengths. 
let me recognize them for you. Hopefully you like the goal is that you individual all individually recognize all of our strengths. And then we can recognize each other's strengths. And then when you spend that much time putting in the sweat, putting in the tears, putting in the time together, that's what evolves you as a unit. Yeah. Makes you stronger. And can we bask? And this is where it gets hard. Can we bask in each other's successes? Mm-hmm. Can we do it? Mm-hmm. And that is not an easy concept if you're not involved in it. Like it yeah. is not easy to watch sometimes when you know somebody takes something that you will sh- or get something or works towards something that you were working for. Mm-hmm. But can't we take that within our journey and and continue to evolve, continue right. to work? Right. And we can take all of our time and efforts into being the best version of ourselves. You'll get to where you want to go. Absolutely. There's a lot of room at the top, right? A lot of room at the top. It's a concept that we don't really think about. We think, yeah. And I was reading something and it was like, if you're, somebody had said something or I read something and said like, it's lonely at the top. And um, I think it was John Maxwell that said, if it's lonely at the top, you're not doing your job well because you as a leader should be bringing people with you. You know, like as a teammate, you want to bring people with you. Let's go. Your success is my success, right? Totally. Life from people. But to go back to like the concept, the concept we we're chatting about of comparing and contrasting, I was putting thought into that because, you know, we read the book together, Hello Fears, and we kind of studied that. And what she had mentioned in there, she defined the concept of con- comparing and contrasting. And I was putting some thought into it. And I, was, I realized that when we compare ourselves, um, it points out our lack, right? And when it points out our lack, it makes us not feel good. We don't think well of ourselves and the way we think affects how we feel and the way we feel affects how we act, right? So it's like this negative, you know, self-perpetuating cycle essentially. But when we're contrasting, I uncovered that what we do is that we highlight our strengths. And by highlighting our strengths, it puts us in a state where we're thinking way more positive. And again, the way we think affects how we feel and the way we feel affects how we act. So if we're thinking positive and we're feeling good, we're operating from a state of feeling good, then I'm feeling good and I'm acting well towards others. So therefore I'm able to pour into you and you're able to either receive it and pour back into me, right? Because I'm not in a state of lack and limitation. I'm in a state of you know, abundance and prosperity. So it was just interesting for me to kind of like really look at that concept and dissect it and apply it to life, apply it to soccer, of course, because, you know, this is where the realm that we mostly play and connect through to. Um, but it was just interesting instead of, it, and the beauty of it is, is we get to choose. We get to choose which one. That's the power of choice right there, right? Oh man, it's just so good. That was so well said, Lou. Like just that description of being able to, because sometimes these concepts are hard to break up into yeah. where people can can hear them and understand them. And you did that beautifully. Like that was beautifully said. Um, because the fact that we get to choose these things, right? We get to make the choice of how we want to go about our day, how we go about our training, how we go about our lives. We get to choose those things. Um, gives us a sense of power. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Does. Yeah, you're right. Because we're taught to like blame outward circumstances, right? It's his fault. It's his fault. It's her fault. Well, because of this, this happened. Because of this, this happened. But when we start like taking responsibility for our actions and how we feel, because again, we get to choose those, then we keep our power. We gain our power back. And I think it's a beautiful thing. And I wish that like, you know, I could teach that at the youth level so that people can 
grow with that concept and become, you know, more confident adults and more confident players and more confident people in the workplace and, you know, all around. But think about it this way on a soccer level, like say we build each other up. Yes. Continue to build, 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 build instead of taking that time. Cause you watch this, the time to, to go head to head based Mm -hmm. on who we are, but say, say we take some of that time to figure out who we are as a person and we take some of that time to to build up the people that are involved in the journey with us yeah where that level would be in terms of playing be unbelievable because you're connecting right and everything are connected everything is everything is connected but yeah you're right i mean if i know how you work off the field I understand how you work on the field. I'm able to connect with you. I mean, you understand me better. We're able to connect better. We're able to create magic on the field and, you know, whatever, which is awesome. But you're right. I think it's all part of that process in wanting to invest that time too. Yeah, but not taking any time to compare us. Like not taking any time to sit here and be like, oh man, shucks, lose so much faster than me. Like not even taking the time to think that way. Like not letting the brain go that way, but saying, hey, I'm about to get in line with Lou right now. We're about to run. My yep. time's gonna be wagging and I'm gonna be a little bit behind her. And every time I run against her, maybe a little bit more than a little bit, but every time <laughs> I run against her, I'm going to press to a place that I have never gone before right. because she that is a strength of hers and she mm-hmm. is making me better. Right. If we can look at things in that space of not when I cross the finish line, oh, I hope, no one saw that I was behind yeah. you. Yeah. But look at it as, all right, let's go again. I'm coming for you. And I'll be cheering. I'll be like, let's go. Come on. That's the space, right? And there are going to be things in which I can teach you as a player. Mm-hmm. There are going to be things that you can teach me and push mentally and physically and mm-hmm. um, emotionally, even. Like we all are on different levels based off of our, our personal journey. Mm-hmm. But I, that, that thought just went into my head when you were explaining um, the process of comparing and contrasting. What if we did no comparing? Yeah. And we just contrasted and we kept building and we kept That's building right. and we took out the ego piece of it. Mm-hmm. And we That's a key uh, ego right there. What, where would it take us? Mm-hmm. Because and if we took that piece out when we like the comparing piece, if we took that out when we played other teams with them, mm-hmm. instead of comparing and battling on this level, no, we're contrasting. This is what yeah. we're good at. Let's we're play our strengths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you're right you're right but it's interesting because you said when you're talking about contrasting uh comparing earlier this thought just came into my mind in the sense of in my opinion right now as we're discussing this i think there's only one place where comparing would be allowed and i think it would be allowed in the sense of i can compare myself to the player that i was yesterday and that's the only sense of comparison that you can have because then you're coming from a place of wanting to get better and you're your only competition when you're thinking about it that way. Not, not everybody else, not every other player, but it becomes you. Then I can contrast myself with all the other players, but I compare myself against who I was yesterday. Am I better then? Then yes, let's go, right? And I think that's the only realm. I hear you, I hear you. Yeah. Damn, that's good. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but. <laughs> and it's, it takes out, it takes out it takes out the chaos. It takes yeah. out the it takes out the variable. Pressure. It takes out the variable because you are you. 
and you are working to be the best version of you. So it doesn't matter if I'm playing you. It doesn't matter if I'm playing. It doesn't matter who I'm playing. And and ultimately, when we get on the field, it just doesn't matter. It's just me working to be you working to be us working to be the best version mm -hmm. of ourselves. And it doesn't just happen. Like no, the work, the work, the work, the effort. And that's the cool thing about being a part of a team. Mm -hmm. um, and then you look bigger being a part of something, you know, with beach soccer, being a part of something new, mm -hmm. um, we're all interconnected, right? So we're interconnected as teammates because we're striving for the benefit of something together. And so doing that, we put in every talk we have, every, every book we read together, every moment we spend on, um, on the sand together, right. every moment we watch the game and we talk about it together, it is evolving us as teammates, which right. then we evolve as a team as we all have our interpersonal connections with each other and that's that's what takes us as authentic beings and puts us with other other people that we put the time and effort in to be something different than our opponent right yeah it's so beautiful so good it really is gosh so good way to look at it oh i love it i wish i looked at it like this when i was 15. me too because really it's truly freeing, right? Like you relieve that self-imposed pressure. And then that's when, when that pressure is gone, so to speak, that's when you can create the best because there's not as much restrictions. There's not as much congestion, so to speak, mentally, especially because a lot of it, it's mental, right? A lot of it is mental. And if I'm stepping on the field and I'm comparing with everybody else, oh my God, that girl just did a bike and I can't do this and I can't do that. Then again, we're going to mental, how you're feeling and how you're acting. You think you'll be able to perform well when you're like, I'm not good enough? No, <laughs> right? But by contrasting, it paints a whole different story and it changes the tune. Right, well, and it's accepting yourself fully mm -hmm. as you are in that moment. Yeah. So it's accepting everything you've done up until that point mm -hmm. and leaving it all out there in that space, in that game. And once that whistle blows game over, we're back at the drawing board and we have that foundation of who we are, mm -hmm. but we don't want to, I don't want to sit in a space ever again, where, where you have that moment of, I wish I did that. Yeah. I wish I, I didn't hide. I wish I would have, you know, mm -hmm. I wish I would have shown up like that. You get those moments of, cause right. fear, what was that quote that, um, I have it in a book. I just posted it. But it's by, let me see if I can find it real quick. It's, it was so good in terms of, um, in terms of showing up, right? In terms of fear. You had a quote too, huh? Yeah, I have a quote too I want to throw in there. Mine's about, um, it's confidence actually. I'm going to go for it, it and then elaborate. Is, it is. Can do that? Yeah, let's do it. Um, mine is about confidence and it's about learning as well. And the quote is by a gentleman named Eric Hoffer. And his quote goes, to learn, you need a certain degree of confidence, not too much and not too little. If you have too little confidence, you will think you can't learn. If you have too much, you will think you don't have to learn. And I mean, how good is that? It's, it's amazing. <laughs> so good. Good Lord. So good. Quotes like that and content like that just like juices me up. I'm like, man, these people are brilliant. They really are. 
The one that I uh, I was looking for was we spend so much time being afraid of failure, afraid of rejection, but regret is the thing we should fear most. Mm, that's so true, though. So yeah. good. Yeah. Trevor Noah right there, that guy. There we go. Wisdom. Yeah. Love it. So much wisdom. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's just showing up and just doing the thing, right? Mm. Doing the thing and feeling good about what it is that you're doing. But you feel good by showing up and doing the thing when you show up as your authentic self. When you show up as quote unquote somebody else, you don't feel as good doing the thing. It doesn't feel good at all doing the thing. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're not. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah, and that's a lesson that can be taken. That's a lesson that can be taken in all avenues of life. Okay. And you know, Michelle Poehler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she explains that she explains that in her book uh, so well mm-hmm. um, and that concept of that concept was very vague to me before she broke that down and now it seems yeah. quite clear and the more we talk about it and chew on it the more the more clear it is I would agree with that too I think it was the first time it was presented to me in the way that she did and it just kind of opened my eyes up to this like whole new world right right so good stuff so good always so good always so good (laughs) oh man all right i'm gonna stop